Fuck, dude. Welcome to Money Back Guaranteed Podcast. I am your host, Angel. I am with your co-host, Jay. And we have officially just started the show after going about uh, 30 minutes, about 30 minutes talking about pretty much just talking our show. And we are... Started and it up is, now, and, and it is eleven thirty in the morning when we started recording. I'm drinking coffee. I have no excuses. Uh, but yeah, that's my uh, fault too. I don't, I'm looking I don't, at the corner, like, hmm, this is so weird. Usually it says that, but I don't know. Maybe my thing's acting kind of wonky today. Who knows? Nope. Well, we're talking basketball right now. We're talking <laughs> the NBA. We're talking. We're talking gambling. We're talking sports. Uh, we're talking a lot of different things. Let's get you back. Know what? You know what? Just, just hit them with the music, bro. Let's just start the show. You're guaranteed. There, stop the music right there. Yes. You know, know, on the plus side, I'm really happy you saw that before we like (laughs) wrapped up. (laughs) Wrapped up and then you hit the button like, all right, poof, record. You know, we're going to get everything we've just talked about. I can't go back into it right now. So let's (laughs) talk about, we'll get into it later. Let's talk about Jared Goff. (laughs) Hey, the Rams change their future (laughs) that was it that was it that's all they did they said hey we drafted a first round guy they traded six picks to draft that first round guy it did not work for us it did not work for us they have jared goff has the second most wins in the nfl over the last four years and it's just not working here. We need a quarterback that can win now. Hey, everyone saw it. Golf was, he is just a glorified Kirk Cousins. He could win the game if the defense is playing well, if every if the running back is running the ball well, but he can't win you throwing the ball. He cannot finish the game. He's it's proven. He's shown that he could get there, but he can't win the big game. He can't put the team on his back and do it. So what did McVay do? What did the LA Rams do? They said, we need to do this or we're going to be on this train 
for the next three to five years on finding a guy. Since 2010, Pro Football Focus most valuable Ram based on war, so wins over above replacement. Number one, Jared Goff. Number three, Aaron Donald. Number four, Robert Woods. Number five, Tremaine Johnson. Still. Not enough to win you a Super Bowl. Jared Goff is not a bad quarterback. But not a good enough quarterback to win you the whole thing. That's why they went out and got themselves a quarterback that can do that. They finally, a team has blessed this man and his family finally and said, hey, we're going to take you out the slums of Detroit give you a gold Bentley and have you ride into LA and win us games. Let's win th- us it, win it all. Let's talk about this. Let's talk. Cause I don't think Jared Goff is a bad quarterback. Do I think he's top five? No, but I do not think Jared Goff is a bad quarterback and I could argue him into the top 10. Now in the Super Bowl. Not a great look. Also not a great look for Tom Brady. Again, lots of teams struggle when you give Bill Belichick two weeks. <laughs> also, Cooper Cup, arguably the Rams' most valuable wide receiver, cannot stay on the field. That Super right. Bowl year tore his ACL, missed a lot of time, and still did really well. When so much of your offense one year is based around Todd Gurley, and then Todd Gurley just – disintegrates Cooper cup gone and he still takes you to a Super Bowl. I think that's fairly impressive. I think Sean McVay is limited in his ability to build a quarterback. I think, I think he can, his brain can take you so far, but I think he can't get you everywhere. Number one, number two, every single year, the Rams complete coaching staff, get shredded they've had a new offensive coordinator basically every year and yeah whatever they work in the same system but it takes time I don't think that's on Jared Goff Jared Goff getting you know hand injuries and stuff obviously not ideal but also not his fault now you can argue durability but he replaced Sam Bradford so how much can you really complain that his thumb gets broken every now and then I will say that um Number two, the Rams, before they made this trade, inquired about Aaron Rodgers. And Green Bay said no. So Sean McVay setting his uh, sights on, you know, the moon and winding up among the stars, whatever it is that white girls say on Instagram. But uh, Detroit allegedly does not see Jared Goff as a salary dump. They said that including Jared Goff was a huge piece in getting this deal done. They see him as a first round pick. So to them, it is three first round picks. The first time since OJ Simpson, that two first round picks have been picked, have been swapped for each other too. So that's interesting. But anyway, I think in the next three years, the Detroit Lions will win nine games. 
<laughs> in one season, not overall. Oh, I was going to say. <laughs> I think they will have a nine-win season. I was going to say, well, all right. I mean, that's shooting for the that's shooting over the moon there. I think, that's a good I, shot. I think in – I think – bold prediction. I think in two years, the uh, Detroit Lions will have a better record than the L.A. Rams. Mark you it are, down right now. You are – fucking insane market down right now because the rams are in salary cap hell right now they hire a out of left field coach then they decided to trade away their granted the lions didn't have a choice there are the lions already were going to move stafford regardless okay so that's fine but for you to think the, hey man, you, Detroit won here with the picks. They did, but now with the quarterback, Jared Goff is not an elite quarterback that could win you games. He needed a lot of pieces to do that. Galladay's out the door. Marvin Jones Jr. wants out the door. The only thing you have for him is T.J. Hawkinson and DeAndre Swift. Okay, and a but defense they, that is they, bottom but- tier. But did they want out the door because of Detroit or did they want out the door because of Matt Patricia? Because Matt Stafford, who now is on my possibly a bitch list, <laughs> said the only team he didn't want to go to was the New England Patriots, which if he was smart and listened to this podcast, he would know is the best spot for him because 60 million in cap space plus Bill Belichick plus a really good offensive line could be magic. You want Kenny Galladay? You got it. But didn't want to follow Tom Brady. No. Baby. Didn't want to deal with Matt Patricia again. Weak. I I didn't want to play outdoors in the cold. Mm -hmm. Soft. Didn't want to play outside. Didn't want to be in this. Um, didn't want to be in a closed environment of the Patriots organization. Didn't want to move to the East Coast. There's many things that you could say with the Patriots why he didn't want to go there. Stafford, I think, isn't Stafford an LA guy? Yeah, went to high school with Clayton Kershaw. Yeah, go home. Go home. Of clearly, go home. Number one. You're going to the Patriots, and guess what? That Patriots offense looks just like the Detroit offense. Not a lot going on on the, on the uh, receiver side, and you actually don't have a running back. Detroit actually got one. Number two, Detroit, or the Patriots are in a division. Okay, he's moving to the AFC. I don't know if that really matters to a quarterback or not. But number two, you're going into a division with a lot of young quarterbacks. So now you got to win at 31, and you're going to have to fight for your life there and see what happens. He already seen what Cam got. Number two, Stafford wants to get paid, too. 31, he could get a whole nother big contract and look good. This next year going into the Rams, you're going to see that Matt Stafford has always been a top three quarterback in the league. And it's finally going to show. In 2024, the last time the Rams made a first round draft selection, assuming they don't trade their 2024 first round pick, which I'm sure Sean McVay will try to do if he's still around. The last person who will made a first round pick for the Rams is Jeff Fisher. (laughs) 
I mean, that's, you traded your 2022, your 2023, and you traded your third round of this year's draft. 2017, traded their pick to the Titans. They got Corey Davis. Good receiver. 2018, traded to the Patriots. They got Isaiah Wynn. He is a pro bowl tackle. 2019, traded to the Val- Falcons. They got Chris Lindstrom. Probably too early to tell. Yeah, 2020, right. traded to the Jaguars. They got Caleb on Chason out of LSU. I think hey, he is a very a, good player. He's a very good back. 2021, also a Jaguars pick. 2022, 2023, now to the Lions. I think they can pull off some really interesting and potentially franchise-changing players. And if you look at who gets drafted, assuming the Rams lose in the divisional round, they don't make it to the championship game, which they haven't other than their Super Bowl year. You're looking at some really good players who get picked in that range in the first round. Like mm-hmm. the I, I was looking at it just the years they've traded their picks and yeah, they would potentially be better off doing that. I don't I don't know what you how many times you can keep reloading with veteran players because veteran players they're doing the opposite of Bill Belichick right now. Bill Belichick mm-hmm. trades for young players that he can scout on film, but that are still on their rookie deal or on team friendly deals. They're literally right. drafting for blockbuster veteran players. And I just don't know with the current salary cap and the hard cap that the NFL has, how you can keep doing that. They're going to lose their pro bowl starting safety uh, or not pro bowl, but uh, John Johnson, he's a very underrated safety. I would say mm-hmm. he's gone. Like, what are you going to do? You, you need a corner to play the other side of the field. You need two safeties. I know you have Aaron Donald, but you still need linebackers. Yeah. Um, it's going to be interesting. They're going to have to draft nice and smooth in the second and third and fourth and fifth round and see how it goes because you just paid Jalen that money and you need to. You needed to. He's a number one corner in the league. And then I don't, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be uh, like how many people in that Rams organization wanted this move to happen, you know? Did the Rams say golf isn't our guy? And, I mean, clearly the management did. But did the players also think that way too? Because what does this do for the locker room, truly? I feel like it's going to be very interesting going forward. Um, the Rams' odds of winning the Super Bowl goes up. And so does uh, so does Detroit, actually. I mean, not by a lot, but it yeah. went up 250 points. I think that they – the Rams have never been in a more intense position where they need to find gems in the late round in the draft because they just mm-hmm. can't – they're going to be heavy veterans in terms of – contracts and it's going to be like five players and then they're going to be have to be basically paying late round rookies right because i don't know how much longer you can keep letting andrew whitworth be your starting left tackle (laughs) like you need to draft somebody and good left tackles get drafted in the first round Uh, yeah absolutely 
Like, that's just the that's just the way the league is played. And Matthew Stafford, he's a great quarterback, but he is not shown to be durable. Granted, he hasn't been protected that well in Detroit, but I, he doesn't I just miss a lot of games either, man. He doesn't. He plays hurt, but he doesn't miss a lot of games. He he'll go out there and get hurt and play hurt, and he'll figure. I mean, I like that Stafford's finally going to get a chance. We're going to see if it was all right, man. Was Detroit holding him down? Or now is the spotlight too hot for Stafford because he's going to be in a spot where, you know, that's a division with Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, and who knows what, I mean, Jimmy G right now. I mean, but admittedly, that's part of why I said in two years the Lions will have a better record than the Rams <laughs> because I think that Rams are in a much harder division. Mm-hmm. And I think just about every team in the NFC North is on the downturn. Uh, Chicago just needs to hit lucky on a quarterback. I feel like, yeah, I mean, do Chicago? I feel like, gets... go- I feel like golf could have went to Chicago and had a lot more success than he will in Detroit. I mean, here's the thing if uh, Chicago goes out and gets Deshaun Watson, then everything mm. changes, but who knows? That's that's not shown that it's anywhere near close to happening yet, right? And and that definitely so. I just want to talk about the Lions now. And then I want to talk about how this affects Deshaun. Um, the Lions now have a quarterback that they see that they're going to carry into the future. You have the seventh pick now. What do you do with that pick? Because now there's a lot of movement. Because the Jets, the Jets at two does play big on what you do because if they don't get that offensive lineman, at two, I feel like he could fall to seven, and that could be a good start for you. I still think – I still think that this – if you have a pick that's around that seven mark, that uh, a Jamar Chase or a Devonta Smith, if it falls mm-hmm. to you, you got to think about it because I think they're both – both of those guys are absolutely complete animals and complete game changers. I think that – when the combine starts going, if we can have like a normal combine in COVID land, uh, Jamar Chase is going to blow people away. Mm-hmm. People forget he was better than Justin Jefferson at LSU. And because he chose to not play for a, you know, a rebuilding team with a carousel of quarterbacks, I think people mm-hmm. forget about him. But I can't imagine if they were both on Alabama, there's any way that Devonta Smith would have won the Heisman. That's going to be interesting, man. I think, yeah, because they're going to need a receiver. I think if you can re-sign Kenny Galladay and you can pick up a Jamar Chase, watch out for the Lions, especially if DeAndre Swift can become a three-down back or even like a a good two-down back. I think you've got the makings of a really good offense. I also feel like you got to go get some help for for uh, the offensive line, though. You got to find a way to keep him up and keep him upright. And right now, the prediction, the prediction, uh, the projections I'm looking at right now, they got him going, uh, getting Michael Pearson, the linebacker for Penn State. Yeah. And hey, man, you got to help the other side of the ball too. Golf is coming from having the number one defense ranked in the league, okay? And that is a major, major thing to a quarterback when your defense can go out there and shut down 
offenses. And now he's going to a bottom 20 defense. So he needs to be that high-powered offense, or they're going to need to use a lot of picks on on the defensive side, and golf's just going to have to work with what he can work with. I think uh, legitimately, though, you need to – I mean, everybody jokes about Dan Campbell biting kneecaps, but you bring in a guy like that, look what happened when Jim Harbaugh took over for San Francisco. That defense didn't change that much in terms of talent, but just that mindset of like a defensive guy who's in your face and has that kind of attitude, people eventually get tired of it and you need to start getting fresh blood and getting good players, but he can make people overperform. I think the Detroit defense is going to kind of surprise some people this year. Uh, I would focus right now on reloading offensively, especially when you look at the way that NFC North is with Minnesota and Green Bay. But yeah, Mm -hmm. I think, you know, obviously defense is something you need to consider, but Jared Goff has seen really good defenses. You could argue that that 49ers defense last year was one of the best in the league. The Rams defense is always great, but Arizona, Seattle, San Francisco, like the defenses they've played consistently are very good defenses. And they're a lot of times very underrated defenses. So I I think Jared Goff with a new change of scene, I wouldn't put it past him to surprise some people this year. All right. Lions and the Rams do play this year. What is the score of that game? Assuming they re-sign everybody. Right. Assuming everything's the same except for just the quarterback swap. Which won't happen because the – Rams are in cap hell and Mm -hmm. the Lions I think are going to lose some people just because of Dan Campbell I would say it's Lions 17 Rams 32 (laughs) I got uh, just the I got the Lions just to cover they just uh, they lose by just a touchdown yeah, it'll be interesting. Assuming that assuming that the Rams are plus like plus five in that game. <laughs> it'll be interesting to see Jared Goff with a chip on his shoulder though, too. Yeah, that's why I said the Rams will cover or the Lions will cover. Because I feel like Goff will still have enough like fire in his belly to give him a good fight. So and yeah. it really depends on what time that game is. If it's later in the season, it might look a little ugly, but the NFL likes to make those games one of the first three weeks so we'll see so now that now that you've seen two first round picks a third round pick and a quarterback that you say is could be potentially better than what they traded for what do you see happening to Deshaun Watson? Granted, GM says he's not going nowhere. Granted, coach said he's not going nowhere. Deshaun says, I'm going somewhere. What's the man. price tag now? It's got to be three firsts. Oh, man. It's got to be three firsts and like a player worth a first round pick. And I think it's got to be a Jets team that could do that. And they have two first picks this year. Honestly, if you're a team who thought you could steal Deshaun Watson. How pissed are you at the Rams right now? Because allegedly <laughs> the Rams like knew they were overpaying for Matt Stafford, 
but they were worried that the longer things went on, more teams were going to get into a bidding war and they didn't want to have to like risk not getting him. So they overpaid. But in the meantime, like Deshaun Watson, like the GM has to be sending Sean McVay like a fruit basket. Like, hey, thanks, bro. <laughs> this is like when a uh, when a player take when a big name player takes a smaller contract in the NFLPA is looking at him like, come on, man, you gotta raise it up a little bit. Yeah, got to. The rest of the players are depending on you. The Rams said, no, we're gonna fuck you the other way. You're gonna have to give like four first for Deshaun. I mean. Five first for Aaron Rodgers. Other than that, do you do like the the Mike the Mike Ditka when he got uh, Ricky Williams? Just trade all of your team's picks for one year. Mm, he, he's worth it. I mean, I guess, yes, he is. Like, like all your team's picks for a year and your first next year. Like, uh, is there a limit on picks you can trade in the NFL? I know the no. NBA has tried to like. Because of the Celtics, they I think you can only do like three first round picks. You can only do hmm. three years in advance. Oh no, I feel like you could trade them all the way through. It's just uh, about having just space for all those players. You know, you're looking at having seven picks close to ten. Now you're flipping it to having fourteen close to seventeen picks. You're gonna have to have roster space to take a gamble on all those guys and Western practice squad is pretty shitty, but so here's the rule. Uh, I just looked it up. You can trade two years in the future before the draft and three years in the future. Once it begins. So you can trade right now, a 2021 or 2022, 23, 24 or 21, 22, 23, 23. And then once Roger Goodell says the NFL draft is now open, you you can draft 24. Okay. At least that's what it sounds like. Cause it happened before. Unless you do it like next year, like, Hey man, we'll give you all our, we'll give you our first round this year and all our picks next year. So you could get ready for it. That's that could be possible, something, but uh, uh, apparently that's from that information is based on when people were saying Chip Kelly was going to give up a ton of firsts to get Mariota when he was with Philly. That's yeah, I think I remember hearing that shit. So imagine, I feel like Mariota going to Philly, he'd still be there. I think they'll both still be there. Yeah, he had some people forget he had some success, he just couldn't, mm-hmm. couldn't get didn't have the right guy. Yeah. I mean, he he had some success with Michael Vick and his kind of end of his career. So that's saying something. But anyway, oh, faster, faster Vick would have been better. But no, I got you. Yeah, but anyway, I think I think you're gonna need to max out your firsts. And I mean, obviously, like a team like the Jets or the Dolphins, if they want him, they've got a huge inside track. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, but. It's going to be interesting, man. Right now, this projection has them, the Jets picking Zach Wilson from BYU. Wow. And He's shooting up draft boards then. Man, he must be. Because I, I read a lot of uh, mock drafts about a month ago that had him going to the Patriots. And if he's gone all the way up to the Jets, that's like a, a 12-pick swing. So that's crazy. Uh, uh 
But yeah, this one has this one has the Patriots getting Mac Jones, and I like I said, I'm I'm really high on Mac Jones. It's the one quarterback out of Alabama that's quiet, so it'd be interesting to see what happens. I there. mean, Bill and Nick are besties, so we'll see. I mean, they've also like they they haven't drafted. They're very particular about who they draft from Alabama. So if if they draft Mac Jones, that'll be that'll be saying a lot. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But I, I mean, I think I would rather get like a Mac Jones than a Jimmy G. I think their ceilings are pretty similar, and Mac Jones will be much cheaper. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I think I think you're going to easily see a maxed out trade for Deshaun Watson. I think the biggest issue with Deshaun Watson though is you can give up all the firsts you want. I think Deshaun Watson is easily pick a team unless you made the playoffs this year he's good for four wins by himself oh yeah so i mean you draft you you trade a first round pick got to keep in mind unless deshaun watson gets hurt or like COVID happens and your entire team ops out that might not be a great first round pick no well uh and it's gonna be interesting I want to see what really happens with these quarterbacks and where they move to. Definitely, I feel like Deshaun should uh should move, man. That Houston ship is slowly going down since week four of last year. So I'd love for him to go to Vegas with John Gruden. Put him in the same division. We get him with Mahomes hey. twice a year. Hey, I sent I sent I sent you that uh <clears throat> I sent you that uh crazy trade where it would send Carr to the Jets, <laughs> Mariota to Miami, and Watson yeah. would end up in... I saw that. I just don't know yeah. how often three-way trades happen in the NFL. Not much. I see it all the time in the NBA. I yeah, feel like M- there's never like a 2 NBA and baseball, NBA. too. It happens in baseball a lot. Yeah, so I'm not too sure, man, but it would definitely be awesome to see them all get moved around. What a carousel would it be to see all these quarterbacks move. Um, I want to break down each team, especially um, we talked about Atlanta, and Atlanta's going to move off of Matt Ryan. So, Is that official? They're going to. As soon as, as, soon as they pick Justin Fields or if um, Zach Wilson drops to five, I feel like immediately when that happens, they're going to start trying to move Matt Ryan. Interesting. I mean, I think they do need to move on. I mean, I think it's time. I feel like that. I feel like that's the piece that keeps. I feel like Julio Jones is at the AJ Green part, where he's like, "Man, I want to go. I want to go. I want to go." You bring in a quarterback that's high talent, throw the ball, exciting, and can win you games. He's going to go. Ah. Let me stay here because now AJ Green, he's ready to stay. He's ready to just, all right, I'm ready to unpack all my boxes and stay in Cincinnati. You've got to pick right now. You've got Jared Goff or Matt Ryan. I mean, nah, Jared Goff, just because you need to, you need to think future wise. Okay. Jared Goff, Jimmy G. Jimmy G. Really? I, yeah, I feel like Jimmy G. He has, if he's healthy, he has a swagger 
to carry the offense. I feel like you give him enough pieces, enough power, he'd be all right. I think on that Super Bowl team last year, Jimmy G loses you the Super Bowl, Jared Goff wins it. Ah, you're crazy as shit. <laughs> I, I think I know the answer. Based on that, I think I know the answer, but Jared Goff, Kirk Cousins. Jared Goff. I don't know. Kurt, Jared Kurt Goff, is such a game manager. Jared Goff, uh, Mitch Trubisky. Jared Goff. <laughs> I mean, Jared Goff. Now you're, make, now you're making him seem elite to me, but like you're talking bottom ten quarterbacks, and he's not top twenty. He's not top fifteen. He's not. I'm talking. I'm talking about. I'm talking about middle of the road teams <laughs> who are potentially a quarterback switch away from being playoff teams. No, I Jared mean, Goff or Kyler Murray in that offense. No, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray has way too much. Way too much. Way too much power, way too much spunk, way too much just game-changing yeah, I, was, I was pushing bro. that. Derek yeah. Goff or Derek Carr? Derek Carr. I feel like Derek Carr is a little more accurate, and Derek Carr has that. It's, Derek Carr, this year you can see a little more Gruden in Carr, bro. You can see a little more Gruden in Carr. Derek Goff, anybody who started for the Washington <laughs> football team. <laughs> Fuck, man. I mean, Look, the way that uh, give game Heine- went. Give Heine- let me see Heineke with play three games, bro. Let me see Heineke play three games. The way that game went, Jared Goff might have beaten Tampa Bay. No, yeah, no shit. Yeah, yeah Jared Goff would have beat Tampa Bay right there. Jared Goff. In that situation, maybe. Maybe. Jared Goff or Philip Rivers. Ah, uh, shit. No. Or Jared Goff on the Colts. <laughs> they're, they're maybe still playing. Oh, what? And see, fuck out of here, bro. Hell no. Nah. Okay. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> take the Chiefs half off. Um, no, they'll take the take, no, oh, Bills, Bills, Tennessee, the Browns. They would all beat the Indianapolis Colts in that situation with Ooh, golf on that team. Jared Goff or Josh Allen. Okay. Jo- Regular uh, season Josh Allen or playoff Josh Allen? Because <laughs> playoff Josh Allen was awful. I'll take Jared Goff over playoff Josh Allen. I mean, the the wind picked up in fucking December, January, bro. What do you want? I mean, what do you think, want right now? Jared Goff or Sam Darnold? Sam Darnold. I, I know, say. Though. I always say. I always say. Sam Darnold is needs a better situation to be an elite quarterback in this league, and he finally got it. The oh, fucking, fucking Jets. <laughs> the Jets just need to get an offensive lineman for him. That's it. All right. Well, we're gonna shut up about this, and we're gonna start talking about game Jared Golf. Jared Golf over Baker Mayfield. The fuck. <laughs> nah, nah. Hell no. Nah. I left that out, but <laughs> I think Baker's got a little more zip on his ball. But whatever. Yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't mail it out. Golf has his like. He has these times where he just throws it into the fucking ninth ninth row, bro. So weird. That's Josh Allen, dude. Talking about Josh Allen again. They're both. Fuck both of them. (laughs) All right, let's talk gambling. Let's talk picks of the week. It's time for the moment you've been waiting for. The money back guaranteed picks of the week. Money not actually guaranteed. Please gamble responsibly. All right. But first, Angel, tell me about the Milwaukee Bucks. I hate the Milwaukee Bucks. They, they. You're not going to get the same passion because I didn't hit record, but. 
<laughs> no, I'm going to give, give you a different angle here. Is Giannis one of those guys where he gets paid and now he does nothing? Like he just takes his contract and becomes a middle, middle of the pack player? Because that's what he's looking like on this team. Yeah, they're 11 and four and they're the third place in the East, but it's the East. And it's okay. really affecting the gamblers like us. It doesn't affect yes. them. Because they're playing teams that they're supposed to beat, and I picked them to beat the spread and cover the spread, and they're losing every game. They're not even winning those games. I'm picking a money line, and they're getting upset. I'm picking the money line, like, minus 405, and they're losing. It's wild. They does, he need think to be he's, does he think he's got that, like, LeBron right now when he was for the Cavaliers? It's like, ah, 6C, 2C, doesn't matter. I'll turn it up. I feel like that's what it is, and Giannis is not a good enough shooter for that. Giannis, this drive to the basket, it's all fun and games. It's good until you crash into big centers. And that's what they crashed into the last three weeks. And that's what my wallet crashed into in the last three weeks. And that's where we're at. I'm staying away from the Bucks. And you are <laughs> minus 2.05 units for the month of January. Mr. Big, what, A.B., Antonio Brown was what, hey. Mr. Big Chest? You're Mr. Big Parlay? <laughs> Yeah, and let me tell you something about my parlay, which I would definitely be up. I would be wearing the king's crown right now if it was only for one team on a very uneventful night where the Knicks are plus 11 against a team which they should have been they should they should have been they should have been blown out, man. It's 73 73 going into the fourth quarter against the Mavs. And Austin Rivers just have a has a historic first half for his career. He goes 12 for 12 from the field goal uh, from the field and he is looking great. Third quarter hits 73-73. I have this in the bag. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going up. I am shooting over the moon in units. In the first five minutes of the fourth quarter, the Mavs go on a 20-3 run. 20-3 run. They're down 18. I have plus 11. And they don't even come close. That same night, I have Luca plus 27 points to win me 50 bucks. He gets me 25 and does not play the fourth quarter. I had a wonderful night. Wonderful night. All picking these horrible teams. I don't know. Yeah, I, we've been we've been trying to uh, pump up our social on Instagram, uh, money underscore back underscore podcast, and uh, yeah, Angel is one of those gamblers who it's all parlays. Mm-hmm. It's a unit or two units to win him like 38 units. So if he ever hits one, he's going to obliterate me, but I'm just up a a measly 4.7 units for the month of January. Not bad. The, uh, the Minnesota wild are the death of me. I didn't post that to the public. I got a pair of pit Viper sunglasses and I've been just feeding off them. My pit Viper pit Viper picks of the night are three and oh, after last night. But uh, I thought I had a hot tip on the wild. Uh, they act, absolutely got shit pumped by the avalanche. Who I think I have a future on to win the Stanley Cup. 
Mm. People need to understand that Jay hit me up like it was like a breaking news, all right? I'm in the middle of shopping. He goes, hey, how much money do you have? Dump it on the avalanche. We're going to win tonight. And Jay? And <laughs> Kirill Kaprizov is a son of a bitch. <laughs> I, I'm looking at this line. I watched the game the night before, and there's a great statistic out here that I'm going to be playing for the foreseeable future. In the Western Division in hockey, uh, they're playing basically back-to-backs or, you know, night on, night off, play the same team again. The team that loses the first night is 13-2-2 the second night after mm-hmm. yesterday. But <laughs> the Avalanche destroyed the Wild. It was, I believe, yeah. four to one or five to two five. the night five before. To five to two the night before, five to two. and it wasn't that close. No. Uh, absolutely destroyed the Wild's top lines. Um, the Wild can't seem to figure out what line they want Kaprizov on. Well, I think they figured it the fuck out because <laughs> they were missing about five players. They're just emergency calling people up from Iowa. They're trying to get people up. I'm thinking there is no chance that this puck line does not cover. Like, at the very least. And this Russian rookie just destroyed my night. Victor Rask is not a good player. And thanks to two great assists, manages to get two goals every time. I think that Colorado is about to turn it up and run away with it. The Wild just tie it up, end up winning in overtime complete bullshit and i just have my tail between my legs i don't know what to do anymore (laughs) i i need to stop thinking i know better than statistics i need to stop betting against the wild i might stop betting for the wild at this point because nothing good happens when the wild get involved with any of my business and i apologize angel i really i legitimately was (laughs) looking at that lineup after watching the game before i'm like there is no chance. And then Colorado comes out. What was the difference? Man, they were playing with a completely different intensity. Well, how about you play with a little intensity? I know McKinnon's out, but, hey, Colorado, fuck you. If you'd ruined my pit <laughs> viper streak, I would have been furious. But I'm going to keep feeding the pit vipers. I look at the board in the pit vipers. I take a walk in the pit vipers. I let the hair flow. And then I pick, and we're doing well so far. So we're going we're gonna to just keep riding that wave. All right. What is your uh, uh, Viper pick of the night? Uh, right now, my picks for the night are uh, I'm looking at Boston plus 145 over the Washington Capitals. And then my other pick, the Tampa Bay Lightning. I'm going to take them. Minus 175 money line, and I'm going to take them puck line over the Nashville Predators. Predators have been struggling. They're really trying to find their identity. Uh, They really feed off their crowd, and having little to no crowd is going to affect them. And Tampa Bay, former or Stanley Cup champions, they want to repeat. I think that is going to be a nice little value spot at plus 145 on that money line. Even though money lines have been hard to come by, I think this is at least a two-in-one night for me. Nice. All right. Um, my picks of the night, um, of course, I got a parlay for everyone. 
uh, I am going to go uh, Lakers minus 5.5 against Atlanta. I'm going to take the Knicks plus four against the Bulls. And then I got the Pelicans minus three against the Kings. Parlay that together should win me about 5.81 units tonight. You and your uh, <laughs> you and your uh, Knicks, dude. You've had the Knicks a few times. Hey, man. Um, kind of like I don't know, kind of like the orange uniforms, I guess. They're going to go on the road today. They're going to be in Chicago. They have that young team, man, and and Austin Rivers. They he's been, you know, he's averaging eighteen points a game, and you know they're a bottom pack team, and a lot of teams sleep on those games, especially the Bulls and Knicks. Not a lot of people are going to be worried about that game, and I feel like the Knicks will run a little more against a team like that. I think Levine. I, mean, I think Levine's out too. I think I've seen that. So, I mean, I do think that you are smart to bet the Knicks early in the season. Right. I, uh, I, I like doing that with Thibodeau teams. You bet mm-hmm. them early in the season, and then you lay off them late in the season, depending yeah, on how their tired. knees hold up. Yeah. <laughs> you play six guys a night, I think. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> Yeah, that'll be that'll be an interesting little uh, little play for you. Yeah, See you're how it due. Goes you're uh, you're pretty due for one to hit. So, man, I've been close. I've been close. I've been only missed by one every single one this week or last week. So, this week, hopefully, it's about not overextending my parlays. Not four or five teams. Just keep it simple. Just keep it simple. Yeah, I've been I've been kind of shying away from basketball just because of how absolutely uh, obliterated I got betting on the Milwaukee Bucks. So <laughs> we'll see we'll see if you get hot, I might start tailing you. But right now I am staying far away. Yeah, from, I'm staying I'm staying basketball. away from your uh, guaranteed hockey picks too. Yeah, I would I would also do that. Yeah, I'm just gonna stay. I'm just gonna stick to the viper picks of the week or viper picks of the night, and uh, stay away from Jay's guarantees. Yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe don't bet my picks tonight because they're technically not pit viper picks until I take a walk. So those are, those are for non podcast nights. Uh, I'm bored and I'm really starting to think. So <laughs> gotcha. <we> go. <laughs> Yeah, so that'll be interesting. Like I said, uh, hockey for me has been. I think I'm, I think I'm starting to get it. So, so we'll we'll see how that goes. Uh, I'm definitely gonna start playing that. Um, start playing that uh, Western Conference statistic and see how that goes for me. Okay. So I would definitely take a look at that. Uh, but overall, I think. I'm excited for February, and I know later this week we're going to have a Super Bowl prop bet show. And that's going to be pretty exciting. Um, We have a lot of prop bets for the Super Bowl, a lot of weekend prop bets for the Super Bowl. We might dip into those as well. It's going to be a very great Sunday coming up. What are going to be the odds that he opens with that blinding light song? It's uh, plus 250. Plus 250, that's actually... Better odds Save your thought. tears is a favorite at minus one fifty. 
well, we're going to have a lot to get into. Yeah, we'll dip into that. Dip into that. That's just a preview, guys. Definitely check out our next show. Check out all our shows because we are money back guaranteed, but not truly guaranteed. Yeah, please bet responsibly. Follow us on Instagram. If you like it, tell your friends. Uh, we're trying to grow this thing, get some sponsors, get some uh, get some good stuff coming, and we might have uh, might have a little bit of more gambling content in the works. Yeah, and well, we uh, next a... time we'll hit record, so you can hear us complain about uh, JJ Redick <laughs> to Boston and all sorts yeah. of NBA trades. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, good times. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. we're uh, we're gonna get you later this week. All right. See you guys later.